This is the Ad Hero Podcast, the podcast that reveals marketing tips, trends, and techniques by industry experts, insiders, and influencers. For years, AdSymbol has helped businesses develop and launch campaigns to amplify their message, establish authority, and earn their lion's share of the market. This podcast will help you design and supercharge your plan to make an impact with valuable lessons you can apply in your business today. To get more information or start now, visit adsymbol.com. That's A-D-S-E-M-B-L-E.com. Let's get started. Welcome to the Ad Hero Podcast. Brought to you by Ad Symbol. My name is Gino Giovanni. And I'm your boy, Matthew Livieri. Welcome to season three of the Ad Hero Podcast. Woo-hoo! Give it up. Yeah. Gino, did you ever imagine that we would be sitting here launching season three when, when this original idea for the uh, podcast was created? I didn't even know the concept of the number three. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was the stat you shared before that most podcasts don't make it past? Was it episode seven? Uh, ten. Episode ten. Wow. Yeah. That like ninety nine percent of podcasts don't make it past episode ten. Right, and and that was brought to us by our boy Tim at I Love OOH. Uh oh, uh oh. If Tim is watching <laughs> our YouTube feed of this episode right now, he may notice a certain hat that I'm wearing. Um, it's some pretty cool OOH swag. Go get yours at OOHswag.com. We'll send Tim the invoice for that plug right there later. <laughs> um, but that uh, I love this hat, man. Thank you so much, Tim. So anyways, yeah, dude, pretty pumped to be back uh, for season three. 2020 was a dumpster fire. Um, it's behind us now. It's 2021. It's time to turn it up. It's time to go hard in the paint. It's time to put that game jersey on and make it happen. There you go. Um, and we got a great show today covering all things local business, That's specifically helping local business get back on track in 2021. That's right. That's right. This week we are talking about the top three things local businesses around the world need to know about that's big but before we get into that oh my goodness man not only is season three kicking off today but we have an amazing update for all of our loyal listeners we have a brand new sponsor for the ad hero podcast sun vision display again if you're watching this on youtube you're you're lucking out because you're getting to see gino and i but also we got this brand new setup in the podcast studio with a huge Sun Vision Display logo, smack dab right in the middle here. Um, this is a really cool company. They have an amazing technology, and uh, well, let me let me just tell you a little bit more about them. Sun Vision Display signs are an exciting new development for the digital signage industry. Util- using reflective color LCD technology, Sun Vision Display signs are both sunlight readable, even in direct sunlight and ultra low power. They actually use up 95% less power than high brightness LCDs and LED signs. And they offer full HD resolution in 16.7 million colors and come in a 32 inch size and a 43 inch size coming soon. Definitely check them out. If you're on the market for outdoor digital signage, especially for a sunny location, Visit their website at www.sunnyvisiondisplay.com or find them on YouTube, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Yeah, sunvisiondisplay.com. Check this out. What this technology really is, why it's so cool, 
if you've ever been walking down the street and looked inside a storefront that had a digital sign hanging in the window and it was a particularly bright day, you probably noticed it was hard to read the text or see the images that were on that screen because it did not have this technology built into it like the way that they've come up with. So with the Sun Vision Display technology on these particular screens that they've created, you these things can be hit straight on by the sun, but you can still see the images. You can still read the text, okay? Um, I actually came across this company because a post was on LinkedIn talking about this. And being that I've been in the digital signage industry for so many years now, I've never come across a company who had technology like this. So I was like legitimately like, blown away by how cool this was. And I, and I think I either liked the post or I wrote a comment like, this is amazing. People need to know about this. And, uh, that's how we engaged on a, a conversation with them to eventually become a sponsor of the podcast. So shout out to sun vision display. Thank you for sponsoring the ad hero podcast. And, uh, Gino, I can't just think of a better way to kick off 2021. Hey, I am not a fan of glare. no siree so we got a great episode today um but before we jump into the deets of that man there's a lot of stuff blowing up in the a block let's go to the a block all right uh it's time for new programming taking place and primarily we're talking about the streaming programs here get your high speed cable modems ready <laughs> that's right that's right um, you're gonna need a lot of download speed for this if if you're a netflix subscriber and who you, isn't and you're a fan of the nostalgia program cobra kai mm-hmm. which featured on the first of january season three of their own that is out and let me just say incredible the whole thing. Yeah. I just wish Netflix would just go one episode at a time, but they're more into like the binging. That's what they want people to do. Right. Everybody else goes one episode at a time, like normal. Right. Mandalor- Mandalorian makes Mandalorian. you wait. Exactly. Right. I'd rather that. It's good cooler talk, you know, but whatever. Like I saw the whole season three. I'm impressed. Can't wait for season four, which also got greenlit, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's one of the hottest programs right now on the streaming services across the boards is Cobra Kai. For those of you who don't don't know what Cobra Kai is, it is basically a continuation of the Karate Kid franchise, or perhaps it might be better to call it the Karate Kid universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's the main characters fast forward about 25 years or so. I think more uh, than that. Maybe more than that. Um, Although and, if you're counting the next Karate Kid, Ah. Then maybe is that the one with Will Smith's kid? No, 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 no. That's uh, that's the Karate Kid, but it's funny because the martial art used is kung fu. <laughs> wow, look at that! <laughs> but no, the next Karate look Kid had uh, Hillary Swank in it. Oh, I don't think we count that. <laughs> that, that was no one talks about that one. I well, there's, I, there's I saw a, like a scene. There's dude. a reason why no one talks about that one. Um. Wait, are you are you saying Mr. Miyagi did not he he was not using karate? I'm, let's just rewind that for no, a second. No, no, oh, it, it it wasn't Mr. Miyagi and the Karate Kid the the reboot with uh, Jaden 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 uh, Jaden Smith. Smith. Yeah. Oh, he was using kung fu. Well, I remember it was a strange story. Like, I mean, it was it was it was a good concept. 
like it took place in China and it was uh, Jackie Chan who was doing Mr. Oh. Miyagi's uh, okay. yeah, character. And, character. and it, it was good. Like they went deep. Like it, it was a good movie. Right. I liked it. Um, but there was just some things that, about it that it was just like, okay. Con- continuity. Continuity. Like I did like how they used some of the same lines uh, from the previous uh, or the first movie. Right. But at the same time, like, I think that there was just some things that just like okay, I I I, I don't even, I don't even want to get into it. It's 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 just too much. Well, it's, let's it's get it. Make me aggravated. Let's get the in. kung fu part was enough. <laughs> <laughs> let's here's something else we can get into and we should get into. WandaVision is launching. The first two episodes have come out. That's today. That's right. That is correct. Yeah, yeah the first two episodes are out. Friday. Um, and this is a big deal because it's the first MCU show uh, movie. It's the first. Uh, series from the MCU taken from a movie where these characters in the movie and then morphed into a program like this. That's correct. Is my understanding, right? Mm. Um, the whole rest of the, the franchise and, and the universes, it's always like you have to wait for the next film to come out. Uh, well, in a, hmm. you're right. I, it's, it's more... It's more like Marvel. It's more like television shows under the banner of Marvel Studios. Mm, I got you. See, they had a consolidation uh, last year at, uh, with Marvel TV and Marvel Comics, where uh, President Kevin Feige actually became the CMO, like Chief Marketing Officer or something like that. Interesting. Or, or no, I'm sorry, Chief Creative Officer. That would make sense. That's what it was. So now he is the head of. The movies, the comics, the TV shows, and whatever else. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They're grooming him for a- No pressure. Uh, yeah. They're grooming him for a bigger role believed to be in Disney. I, I, that would make sense. Um, WandaVision, though, is going to be great. I can't I can't wait to sit down and check that out. Um, you know, hey, we're still in a pandemic, folks. So, you know, if you have an opportunity to get all this great programming in the safety of your own home- where you know you can avoid crowds of people, which you should be definitely still be doing. Um, why not? That's fantastic. And I might add some other big breaking news that literally just dropped. I think like last week, Deadpool three has gotten <laughs> the official green light under the Disney label, yeah, Marvel the, Studios, under the Marvel Studios, and it's going to be the first ever Disney film that will be rated R. <laughs> So that has been confirmed because I think fans would revolt if if they tried to put out like a PG-13 Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Now, they did. Gino, you know the story behind this. The Deadpool 2, they did come out with a version of it that was toned down so it could get the PG-13 rating. Is that yeah, correct? Fred Savage was in it. They did a whole uh, Princess kind of, Bride. Thing. Right, like a spoof on Princess <laughs> yeah. Bride. Right, It was pretty comical, actually. <laughs> but if all they came out with was the PG-13 version i think fans would just go nuts probably i mean look i don't have a problem with it but it's very interesting when you uh understand the way disney does things like they only allow a certain amount of blood mm. uh you know the language all that all that kind of stuff but it was actually kind of interesting because a few few nights ago i was watching uh captain america um winter soldier oh and it's such a love that it, one it's such a spy Oh, yeah. 70s thriller. It's a great film from start to finish. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a Disney movie at all. I didn't even I see I forgot that it was a Disney movie right. Yeah, because I'm thinking back to how much I enjoyed that film. But yeah, of course, it's part of the uh Marvel Studios, yeah. All right. 
Fascinating. Well, we'll have to see what happens, but nevertheless, anytime another Deadpool movie is getting the green light, I'm I'm happy guy. By the way, the uh, Mabel. Mm-hmm. You, you want to talk about that one? Go for I, it. No, no, I, I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything about. It. I'm no, I'm I'm less less knowledgeable about that one. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's a, uh, I was I was I was hoping you. We'll you fast forward. We'll fast, fast forward. There, okay, there okay. you go. There All right. Go. What's this Bitcoin story? Oh, this. Going? Okay, this is sad, funny, and if you were this person, aggravated at the same time. But anyway, check this out. Bitcoin owners are getting rich. Be- this is all coming from the New York Times, by the way, uh, because the cryptocurrency has soared. Yes, but it has. What has happened when you can't tap that wealth because you forgot the password to your digital wallet? And the story goes, Stefan Thomas, a German-born programmer living in San Francisco, has two guesses left to figure out a password that is worth, as of this week, about $220 million. The password will let him unlock a small hard drive known as an iron key, which contains the private keys to a digital wallet that holds 7,002 Bitcoin. Uh, or big, yeah, Bitcoin. While the price of Bitcoin dropped sharply on Monday, it is still up in more than 50% from just a month ago. And when it passes its previous all-time high of around $20,000. And the problem is, is that Mr. Thomas years ago lost the paper where he wrote down the password from his iron key, which gives users 10 guesses before it seizes up and encrypts its content forever and it has since tried eight of his most commonly used passwords formulations to no available (laughs) good timing on that i i don't even know where to start with this i mean you're a programmer and you write down your password on a piece of paper you don't store it somewhere else digitally that you could maybe like a backup or something. You don't tell a friend. I, I don't know, man. I, I this this story just. Are, are we sure this isn't clickbait story from somewhere? <laughs> because um, this reeks of like a clickbait thing. Like, well, like it, click this to find out if Mr. Thomas unlocked his twenty million dollar for two hundred million dollar fortune. No, but I mean, I, yeah. it is believable. Somebody could do this, but oh man, I would be. I would be trying to call the the company of this iron thing and saying you got to give me more than two more guesses. <laughs> well, no, he had ten, <laughs> and he's down to two more. Um, but uh, see, the thing is this: is that they don't do a forgot password when it comes to this crypto, or at least sure. in this particular company. Sure, sure, sure. So, it, it, and it's and it. It's it's actually kind of interesting because you cannot, um, yeah, you cannot ha- uh, uh, ask for a forgot password, and you and also it's like having your own digital bank, right? So, so a no lot of criminal know. activity sure. actually can take place during these things. I think all we got to say to uh, Mr. Thomas is we can sum it up in one way. Bummer. <laughs> at least, at least though, if you're an investor. I mean, depending on how much you've invested, I, don't, I probably didn't invest too much, but I don't think you're losing a whole lot. I mean, you your potential is huge, right? And you have to get that. Sure. But if he invested like a thousand dollars, yeah, that sucks. But at least he didn't invest millions. Of I got dollars. you. I got you. Let's move on because yes. we got a lot to cover. Let's move on with a quick gaming update. This is coming from the world of Twitch. Uh, this is a new thing we started last season, kind of towards the end of last season, kind of throwing you guys some insights and info into the world of gaming. 
as it is a $150 billion industry. A lot of things going on in the world of gaming and virtual reality and augmented reality. So we just wanted to utilize a quick few moments during this beginning part of the show to let you guys kind of know what's happening in the world of gaming. What's happening in the world of gaming right now is there's a game called Rust. R-U-S-T. This game is just taken off like wildfire. It is a game, a multiplayer game, so you link up with other people in the game, um, and you have to uh, build things and, and accomplish different uh, missions and goals and things like that. But for whatever reason, this game has just blown it out of the water. It's very, very popular as of the time of this recording. Um, the other big game that had a... And, and coincidentally enough, there was like little to no advertising for this game. Now, on the flip side of things, you had a game like Cyberpunk 2077, which had a massive marketing advertising budget, like in the multi, probably over $100 million. Has to be. And they hired Keanu Reeves, A-list actor, Hollywood actor, to be featured in the commercials that ran on regular during NFL games, all kinds of stuff. Anyways, that game came out um, with a ton of backlash because when the game was launched, it had a lot of problems in the game, like glitches and all kinds of things. Now... Just as of last night, again, at the time of the recording of this episode of the podcast, the creators of Cyberpunk 2077, they've come out with a press release just really trying to win the fans back over and apologize profusely. They've basically been on an apology tour since this game launched, constantly trying to share the updates and how fast they're trying to work to to seal up all the glitches in the game. Um I have a streaming channel uh, under MJO Snaps. I stream most Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at 8 o'clock Pacific Standard Time on your dial. I have been obsessed with this game. I love Cyberpunk 2077. The storyline is incredible. The graphics are amazing. And I am seeing the progress that the dev team is making on cleaning up the uh, the glitches. So I'm a huge fan. And if you want to come check me out, play the game, and see what the game's all about, come check it out. But... I just feel bad. I feel like they got a bad rap because the expectation level was so dang high and then it, you know, it kind of like flatlined. But anyways, we'll have to see if it rebounds if more fans get behind it. What's the favorite glitch I like? It's the one where the the guy walks into the vending machine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> classic glitch if you stand too close to a vending machine in the world. So you're in a universe, you're like in this world called Night City. Hmm. And there's all this chaos happening all around you and you pick a player and you can run around and do all these things. And they have vending machines in this universe, uh, Night City. And if you stand too close to the vending machine, you can somehow get sucked into the vending machine and you can't get out. And you basically have to like force quit the game and reboot the game up. And it's, you know, yeah, it's it's pretty damn embarrassing. They probably should have not used as much marketing dollars and maybe put some more engineers on, developers to make the game better. But, you know, listen, I mean, it's a massive, the gameplay is huge. The world is huge. There's all this AI. There's all these different things you can do and interact with people. So I would imagine that the lines of code in that game are like in the trillions of lines of code. How are you going to put out a game with absolutely no glitches? It's not possible, right? Nobody believes that. But I think what fans were, were disappointed by is that basic things like standing next to a vending machine and getting sucked into it, you would think somebody would have caught that and fixed it before they released the game. They didn't. It was a big cluster, you know what? 
people were pissed off and mad that they paid 60 bucks for the game and that was the result that they were getting. Can't hate him for that, but listen, give give the guys a chance. See what happens. <laughs> take take the high road. <laughs> All right, let's get on to the B block. Let's get on to the real reason why you guys are tuned into the At Hero podcast, and that is to listen to the B block. The B block. The B Block today is all about local businesses in 2021. And if you own and operate a local business, these are three key things that you need to be aware of to mount a comeback in 2021. All right. So, Gino, why don't you kick it off with what is the first big tip that a local business can do in 2021 to get back on track? Absolutely. You should get involved with a community with outreach. Sponsor local events, offer up whatever resources are within your power to support local groups. So can you dive into that a little bit? Maybe give an example. Um, I know you worked really closely with uh, Silver Tree Forest, uh, Christmas Tree Lot recently, and some other clients. What, what are some things that you've maybe seen those groups do, or what would you suggest to those groups? How can they get involved with the community and utilizing this talking point right here? Absolutely. Uh, you know, because of networking and uh, just, you know, being out there, it, I learned that there were people who needed help with their marketing and, and not just in outdoor advertising, but in a lot of other ways as mm. well. And so by talking with them and giving pointers and actually working with them, uh, I was able to uh, solidify like a little marketing plan and carry it out. Mm. And they actually capitalized and made money. See, something like that is super helpful. I, I, another thing that you could do is, you know, let's say you own a local uh, flower shop and you have a team of uh, two or three people in that flower shop. You know, you guys could volunteer your time at the local food bank or food shelter where there's a lot of people who have been displaced who are out of work because of COVID-19. And so maybe you guys organize something where you go down representing the flower shop to help serve food to people less fortunate or you just go around town and help pick up trash or something like that. But you know, you make it visible that, that this is the ABC flower shop doing this act. And then other people in the community go, Oh yeah, cool. ABC flower shop. And next time I need flowers, I'm going to go to ABC flower shop because in 2021, um, our mantra here at ad symbol is it is all about support local advertise local shop local. That's right. We really want to shine a spotlight on local businesses in 2021 and help local businesses um, get back to prominence. That's going to be the best way that we can get the whole country back on track. The, the second thing, so that was number one. Number two, second thing that a local business can do is you have to utilize advertising platforms such as opendisplay.com to hyper-target massive brand messages on things like digital billboards or the programmatic display network, which are like smaller screens, maybe on gas pump screens or 
rideshare screens or wherever these are, mall, shopping mall screens, wherever they're at, to speak to your audience. Now, I have famously said on this podcast and many times that I don't ever want to come on the podcast and just give a shameless plug for our own product. And I say that because that's a turnoff to me when I listen to somebody else's podcast and all they're doing is hyping up their own thing that they sell. Okay. Um, This is the one uh, exemption to that rule because the platform that we built is really designed for local businesses. It really is. I mean, that's its core user base. That's its core audience. So if you are in a city in America listening to this episode right now and you own or operate a pizzeria, a car wash, a law office, a dentist, a whatever, this tool that is available to you can really help you get the word out to your local customer base. All right? So this is really the one time that I'm just going to shamelessly plug away opendisplay.com. Uh, go check it out. And I mean, Gino, do you have any other talking points on that fact? Um, can, can I just say, like, to piggyback off, off what you just said, um, you know what? There are businesses who are doing these plugs, but they're doing exactly what you just said, too. Let's say, hey, look, I don't want to give a shameless plug, but this is the reason why. Mm. And I, I, I think in this time, we need to kind of like either come together, uh, you know, do things that are kind of out of the ordinary to make sure that not just your own business, but business in the United States in general good flourishes like it did the past three years. Good point. Very good point. Okay. Well, the third thing here that if you're a local business, you need to know and you need to be doing in 2021 is? We need to collaborate with other local businesses to come up with clever plus one opportunities. An example of this would be a restaurant teaming up with a local movie theater buy a large pizza and get a free popcorn when you get two tickets as an example. Right. So again, in 2021, there's going to be another theme that I think you're going to see, and that's going to be all about collaboration. So collaboration with others, partnering up with other companies who are out there, right? You're going to be stronger together than you are by yourself. Right. So this example of I run a pizzeria, how can I get more customers in? Okay, well, why don't I partner up with the local movie theater and we do a deal together whereby I can promote my pizza shop, but also the, the local movie theater. They can promote the local movie theater, but also my pizza shop. Okay, and one hand washes the other, right? Very common practice to do. If, you're, if you run or operate a local business, you're going to be able to go talk to another local business owner. And I think that's the critical thing here, right? We are not saying that these these tactics are for huge, massive corporations. No. Okay? Because there's too many layers of approvals and people that have to get involved and maybe a corporate office that has to sign off on it somewhere, God knows where. Okay? But if you own a local place and then the guy right next door to you is also the owner of that local place... All day long and twice on Sunday, you guys should be looking at ways to partner up and like divide and conquer, right? Because that's gonna that's how you're gonna help one another. Any other thoughts on that one, Gigi? I think you hit it on the uh, head, one hundred percent. Be honest with you. Uh, and and I guess this I guess one thing is is just that it really is this year about support local local businesses, ladies and gentlemen, were hit so hard, and it seems to me that the ones that are like really capitalizing 
are the big box stores. So we really want to big, do a big emphasis on local business. You advertise local, you support local, and you shop local. That's right. All right, so just to kind of wrap it up here, the C block, our final thoughts on local businesses, what you need to do, uh, what you need to know, and what you need to do in 2021. Get involved with the community outreach. Volunteer your time, make sure your brand's visible, but get involved with nonprofits and people, uh, groups that need help right now, right? Make sure your small business is front and center doing whatever resources you can provide. It doesn't have to just be money. It could be time. It could be whatever, okay? Utilize, number two, utilize advertising platforms such as opendisplay.com to do mass brand advertising extremely hyper-local to your community. And number three, collaborate with other local businesses to come up with clever buy one, get one free little hooks and things that you guys can do together. Those are going to be your top three things that if you're a local business, do those things in 2021 and you will have success. Gino, you know, when I think on the opportunity ahead for all of us, I'm really optimistic and I'm really excited for what 2021 um, has in store. I think it's going to be a year of revival. I think it's going to be a year of like Rocky Balboa, the comeback. I'm really optimistic and excited for 2021. So you have any other final thoughts there before we uh, wrap up the show? I disagree. I agree with you. <laughs> How about that? Wow. Just uh, did I get simple. two? Did I get two? You agree with me in one show? Yeah, Jeez. I think so. Usually, yeah. I, usually I only get one uh, or none at all. <laughs> all right. Uh, follow us online through social media at Ad Symbol and check out our sponsor Sun Vision Display on all their social media as well. On our YouTube page, give us a like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell to be notified about all Ad Hero shows. And don't forget to leave us a comment or question below and let us know your thoughts. For inquiries on more information and about outdoor advertising, visit our site, adsymbol.com. Find the Ad Hero podcast on all major platforms podcast platforms, that is. Yes, sir. Thank you for tuning in to the Ad Hero podcast. My name is Gino Giovanni. And I'm Matthew Livieri. Signing out. Want to advertise big and build massive brand authority at the same time? It's easier than you think. Open Display by AdSymbol lets you advertise on digital billboards nationwide. Just go to opendisplay.com for a free account to get started. 